family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, welcome everybody to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you once again on Today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio, located in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week, as you know, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. And while all businesses have some security issues, not all are about physical security. And we'll touch on that and related aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today, I am absolutely thrilled to have once again Nick Messino. He's kind of changed his uh, job title since the last time we had him here with uh, Partnership Gwinnett. He's now the president and CEO of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. And appreciate you being here, Nick. Thank you, Rick. It's an honor to be here with you, and I look forward to our conversation. Well, you know, as you know, we do this as a conversation, and there's so much going on in Gwinnett County right now. And, you know, you know for one, I think you're tagged right in the perfect position. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the position you had in mind all along, but I think it probably somewhere down the road probably would fit in there somewhere. But it's a, you're perfect for the position, and, you know, I'm glad to see you there. Thank you so much. I'm excited. Well, let's just kick right in. You know, the uh, chamber has got uh, a, a lot of stuff going on, like I said. And one of the biggest focuses that I know that your team is, is working on is the uh, membership engagement. And can you tell us a little bit what's going on with the chamber and how you're getting that involved? Sure, absolutely. Uh the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, uh, I was a member before I was ever an employee, and I was actually a board member uh, as well in the past. I've always loved the organization. They've always had a staff that has been very focused on returning a value uh, for the investment of chamber membership. And that is one of my main three focuses, uh, is that we're doing everything we've always done, but taking it up a notch. And the term I can I continue to use with the team and the board is we need to give concierge service. And the, the one, we have different memberships. We have a general membership, which is based on the employee count within your organization. And then we have a more exclusive membership, which is called the Chairman's Club membership, which is, is really incredibly healthy. Uh, we have about, I think it's about 230 companies paying $5,500 a year. That's a considerable amount of money. Yes, it is. Uh, and... And, and, and we're, we're honored that people have invested in us um, at that level. Uh, but I believe we need to up our efforts and our services. And so we are actually, we've created a position uh, and we are in the midst of recruiting. So uh, if any of your listeners at uh, 
uh, GwinnettChamber.org. Uh, that we we've listed we're listing currently our three openings. One of is a chairman's club manager, and I, I refer to it as the concierge chairman's club manager. And this we, we chairman's club will have meetings for a year. They're great networking. Uh, it's very exclusive. Uh, really fun. When I say fun locations, they're 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 very high-end maybe someone would argue hoity-toity locations the river club sugarloaf they're, they're fancy you know you, you can't just walk in you have to go through a security gate um but but what i brought to the table is just thinking about things differently and our first event uh that was outside of the traditional sugarloaf river club 1818 club um is we did we had about 35 of our chairman's club members come out to netherworld uh in the in the in the southwest corner of Gwinnett County uh, or southern corner of Gwinnett County where we border uh, Stone Mountain and we had about 30 35 folks we had a reception at Netherworld which by the way if you're not familiar with Netherworld is one of the top rated haunted house experiences in both the United States and around the world perfectly located where it is uh, it, we're, we're, we're really excited. They were on ID5 for th- almost 25 years. Uh, they were leasing. They bought a new building down by uh, the Stone Mountain uh, Park. And it's just an absolutely awesome location. Because they have so much more space now and they control the space, they have pre-function space, they have post-function space. And so we had a little we had a, a reception. Uh, and then we all together went through the haunt together. There's two of them uh, that they had during Halloween. And we had an absolutely fantastic time. And of the 35 people that went, I spoke to each one of them individually during and after, and they said that was the they, it was more fun than they ever expected. And we probably have had another 30 people say, "When can we go?" And the answer is Halloween of 2020. Yeah, there you <laughs> You're going to have to wait. <laughs> so we're just going to try to do things that are more fun, engaging. Always do the things that people expect us to do, but we really want to do unique things. One unique thing they did last year um, was they did a BMW drive event where they went and, and, and drove BMWs, these giant, these super fast sports cars. Uh, and literally we had chairman's club members behind the wheel, which sounds like a liability. That's a scary. Uh, I, I, it scared me just the thought <laughs> of it. Uh, but we, we're going to do more of those things. Um, and the one thing that we're kind of kicking around uh, for 2020 is a chairman's club trip. That could be a really unique, a place where you would never likely go on your own, like a tour of Vietnam, maybe a, a trip to Cuba, uh, going to a factory where they make cigars. Um, oh, that's a good thing. Right. I mean, for the right person, that, yeah. that might be the right thing. And, we, you know, we'll always include a little bit of a business aspect uh, to it, but not like our, we do a strategic leadership trip every year mm-hmm. where it's very focused on business, economic development, redevelopment. It's you're learning the best practices of another community over three days. This thing's going to be a lot more fun than a lot less learning. But these are just some of the things that the leadership team and I are kicking around. Um, we are moving forward with the the manager, the concierge manager, and uh, we are we're reviewing uh, resumes now. But we'd still love uh, you know more candidates if anyone's. Uh, well, interested. you know, you never can have too many candidates because you never know which one you're missing when you don't. Yes, and as you and I were chatting right before this started, uh, the market is hot. It is definitely the candidates' market right now. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know of a company that's literally not hiring. Uh, you're hiring. I'm hiring. Uh, most of our members are hiring, and we've already missed out on one candidate uh, in a position because we just weren't quick enough. So we are being very responsive to the candidates, the candidates' timeline, uh, and, and and trying to get back to people. I mean, literally same day. And we're just we're, we've really 
uh, moved our game forward and sped it up uh, so we don't leave candidates hanging. Well, getting quality, you know, qualified is one thing, but getting quality is something else. And it's hard to really get the people that, you know, you can find a lot of people that are qualified to do what you want them to do, mm-hmm. but are they the right fit? And a lot of that's personality. A lot of it is just there's just a lot of things that go with that. And that 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 quality person is the one that you're looking for. And they're hard to find. I totally agree. I, I use the word uh, uh, culture. They have to be a culture fit. Absolutely. And if if you can get someone that just is teachable, they have some skills, some business acumen, uh, and but they may not know exactly what the job is, but they, they can fit your culture. That's the, it's hard to teach culture. Absolutely, uh, that's kind of how you were raised, and you know who you are as a person. Uh, the 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 skills of working in a chamber, as long as you can just communicate and write and be responsive, we'll teach you the rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but culture is the is the most important thing, and those are the people that fit the culture. They always last longer. They always outperform the other the employees. Well, the companies that don't try to fit to their culture don't keep their employees long and they just they don't last long as, an, as a company um well you brought up something right here that um is kind of big with with especially with you because you really enjoy doing it you've had a you do a lot of uh, development trips and i know you've had some recent development trips that uh you've gone on can you kind of talk about some of those sure sure so the chamber does the strategic leadership trip every year we were in denver uh, we've done these, uh, we call them SLV, strategic leadership visits. Uh, we've done, we've actually done 13 in a row, 13 years in a row. And we actually were in Denver 10 years ago. So we, it was our first time back to Denver, which that city has changed dramatically. The 10 year challenge is big on Denver. It, 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 it's very impressive what has happened there. Um, and it, it, I, the, the story as I've traveled around North America uh, and then around the world Anytime you're having a discussion about redevelopment in a community, there's always a story of strong leadership and vision. And once again, we saw that in Denver. Uh, because obviously Gwinnett County is not Atlanta. We are uh, a part of Atlanta. I would argue the best part of Atlanta. Yeah, I would too. Uh, but we, we are a suburb, uh, and a very large suburb of Atlanta. So when we go on those trips, we'll stay in the urban core so, to get, so people can have things to do something after the to relate to something. Yeah. But we always go out to the suburbs uh, that are similar to us, that are, that are a growing, dynamic uh, suburbs. Uh, definitely when we're talking to folks in education, uh, workforce, you could do the urban or suburban. Uh, but definitely with education, uh, talent development, we definitely are out the suburbs talking to the schools and the workforce training. So we, that's a very successful program. Something that's, uh, I say, not as, not as it's, it's newer, but we've still done it, I think, for about seven or eight years, is our peer tour. And that's where we take Gwinnett elected officials, uh, both uh, city council members, mayors, county commissioners, county chair, uh, appointed officials to downtown development authorities or the you know, Gwinnett County Planning Commission. And we've taken them to places within the Southeast that we can get to very quickly and return the same day. Um, I would say, I think five of the seven trips have been one dayers where we go and explore redevelopment so they can see the best practices in development and redevelopment. So we, we, we've had some really great stories. We've learned a lot. I'd also say in that time period, the 13 to eight, eight, you know, the eight to 13 years, We've seen redevelopment explode around Gwinnett County. Uh, current projects right now, there's probably about $3 billion worth of development and redevelopment happening in Gwinnett County. You clearly can see it. Uh, there's more cranes in Gwinnett County than probably any time in the past. Absolutely. 
all of the municipalities uh, are, are redoing their, their downtowns, uh, and the economy is thriving right now. Well, and that perfectly tags into something else I want to ask you about was new businesses coming to Gwinnett. Uh, we've got a tremendous number of new businesses, international and you know, national, that are coming into Gwinnett. And there's a reason for that. Can you kind of talk to us about it? Sure, absolutely. Uh, and you're exactly right, Rick. This year, actually, um, it's not over yet, but we've already broken all records in regards to what uh, partnership Gwinnett has worked on, which is, as you and I both know, is the economic development arm of the county, the chamber, the cities. And it's a public-private partnership. But they're at, I think, 3,200 new jobs on projects they worked on. The good news is in Gwinnett County, uh, there are probably 10,000 new jobs. Uh, as you know, there's 20,000 businesses and other 10,000 sole proprietors. And if they all just hire one employee, uh, then the, the 20,000 businesses, there's 20,000 jobs. Exactly. Uh, so we've, we've got a lot of new jobs. Just the, the projects we worked on at Partnership Gwinnett, it's about 3,200 new jobs and about a quarter of a billion dollars in investment uh, between these projects. Um, I, we did have a very, very big announcement this year which was obviously the Amazon mm-hmm. uh, robotic. Even though there's, it's going to a lot of robotics, it's still going to hire. They're, they're hiring hundreds of employees uh, to maintain the robotics, maintenance, uh, t- very technical jobs, uh, and it's going to be a huge distribution facility. Well, that's massive over there. That sits between uh, DeKalb and Gwinnett over there, Stone Mountain, that area. That it's just massive. Ninety-seven percent of Amazon is actually in Gwinnett County. So I, 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 I don't really mention the 3% decap. Well, you know, 3%, yeah. We could, kind of, we could shave that off and still a, have the same thing. It's a rounding error. <laughs> right, right. There you go. But we're very – and actually what's interesting is it's literally a block down the street from Netherworld that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of great things happening in that corner of Gwinnett. Well, it's just like with us. We're, we're always hiring. We got uh, we're hiring three, four, five. Of course, we may get rid of a couple here you know, about the same time. But you know, it's a constant process mm-hmm. and a constant growth process. And there's so many businesses here within the Gwinnett County area and region wide as well. But especially with Gwinnett County, that are just leapfrogging what they were last year as far as the, uh, their economic standing and where they are and their, the number of employees and and the growth that they're going through. Yeah, I I see it every day as well, and um, people keep referring to a recession, uh, but I, I'm not seeing any signs. The CEOs that I talk to are not seeing any signs. People are nervous because everyone's talking about it, but they don't see any well, financial. Well, because reasons. it's blowing up, it's just going so good. People have a you know they kind of think this just can't last. <laughs> well, you know it depends on depends on who's in charge. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, and, and obviously with a looming election next year, exactly. uh, I think people are just nervous anyway about change. And we'll, we'll you know, we're going to keep, Rick, you and I will be doing the same thing next year, no matter what the outcome is of the Absolutely. election. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be doing the same thing, hopefully just as just as aggressively. Yeah, uh, of same course. with the chamber. Right. I know that um, you've spent a lot of time, I know when you came into the position, the staff all had their their jobs, their job descriptions, what they did, and all that. But I've noticed, and I'm sure that other people have too, that there's been a step up in that as far as what's expected and what you want them to do. Their job descriptions have changed drastically. So, you know, your development and of the positions and of the staff, tell us about that because that's changed a lot since, since you've taken over as the CEO. Well, well thank you. Um, so, 
I'm going to back up and just tell you a little story is when I took over uh, on July 1st, um, I immediately scheduled, I, I, I blocked out 41 hour appointments on my calendar and asked all the staff in the chamber to schedule a meeting with me. It was not an interview. It wasn't a re-interview. I, I prepared them with about five questions, which was, tell me what you do. I've worked here for 13 years, so I kind of knew exactly. what people do. Any, I, I know what they do, uh, but I just wanted to hear from their own. What uh, they think they do. What they think they do. I wanted to know what their great idea was. Uh, I wanted to know what they thought that we were doing well, uh, what they thought that maybe we needed to improve. Uh, I asked them for uh, what's the latest podcast or book that they've read and just what's their one great idea. They, if they've never had a chance to sit down with the president and CEO of the chamber, um, what did they want to share with me? And it was just absolutely awesome. All the great ideas, all the enthusiasm. Um, I will just say generally, and I think this is pretty, I think you and I can joke about this. The um, Gen Zs and the and the uh, millennials are super positive, and the world's great. And then us Gen Xers and baby boomers, we're just a little bit more jaded because yep. uh, we have life experience. Uh, it, it was just interesting. Uh, and you all, sit there and smile at the Gen Xs and, all, and the millennials. Yeah, the enthusiasm is contagious that they all have, and it was awesome. You love it. Uh, it really, it really is. So. Uh, after those, uh, it ended up being 34 meetings. Some of them, uh, we ended up booking another meeting. And, uh, you know, some of them, I met with people for two and a half hours. Uh, if you combine all two or three meetings, lots of great ideas, uh, lots of strategy came out of it. And then because of obviously some retirements and some uh, reorganization, I was able to reorg the lead senior leadership team. And so there's now eight of us on the senior leadership team. Um, uh, actually four men and four women. And we did a retreat. We brought in a Patrick Lynchoni uh, consultant. We all read the book, The Advantage, which is a fantastic book that I would highly recommend to any leader, uh, especially a team, someone that was leading a team. And the cohesiveness after that two-day retreat which just blew me away. I never expected it would be this effective and helpful. We had to do pre-work, personality tests, uh, and then we shared our but results. That was enlightening. Oh, it was fantastic. It was. It really was. Um, and it, it was great. Uh, it, it was interesting to me. Of the seven other people on the senior leadership team, um, I'm the only one that had ever been to a business retreat of that we experienced. Some had been uh, church retreats, and other ones had just never done anything like that. So the business acumen, their experience, the widening uh, of their their business experience, really, they, they loved that. We came together. Our communication has been fantastic since. Uh, we've continued to get together. We're getting together once a month for three hours, working on items that we identified where we can improve or new ideas and new strategies. And so we're much more, I think, strategic as a team than possibly we were in the past. Uh, the communication has been fantastic. Um, and what we've identified is we've got to uh, look at our benefits. They really hadn't been looked at in a decade. Uh, things have changed clearly. Um, are we uh, doing uh, training or employee. And so I, I know that there's some employees that would put some things in their budget, but not actually go take the training or take the training, but not do anything with it. So we're really challenging the employee. I'm very inwardly focused the, the first 90 days. And now that has moved into outward focus, like the chairman's club position uh, that I mentioned earlier. So it, it was it's really great. And the staff really seems to have responded well. I wouldn't say that folks 
job descriptions have changed. Uh, it's just their outlook and enthusiasm. Maybe they understand them better. Uh, I, I, that's that's. I wouldn't disagree with that. I would also just say the enthusiasm is, is, is people feel heard um, and their idea. I mean, my gosh, the amount of great ideas that came out of these listening sessions and our retreats. Uh, and now we're implementing those. People feel very part of the process. Well, a lot of time, you know, it's all about communication. We both know that. And a lot of times it's a matter of asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't they don't feel that they don't come to you and tell you and they don't feel like anybody wants to know just simply because nobody asked uh, that I definitely heard that from some people that they had these great ideas but they just never felt like it was acceptable to share and so I, I had a mandate that I said as we're not going to continue to do things for the reason well we always have exactly uh, and we're not going to stifle ideas uh, we'll explore it I mean not every idea is a great idea uh, but we're like any other business where you try a product or service if the market doesn't respond we'll you move on you move on and, and try something else and so uh, I I learned a long time ago fast failures are much better than slow ones and so let's try something if it's not working let's we'll try something else well you know you'd mentioned uh, there's a lot of talk about the rebel uh, going on can you talk a little bit about that and address it just a little bit and sure. kind of you know I don't want to get into a big political thing here but sure there's just, it, and the great news is so you're talking about the rebel North American properties development correct uh, that is in partnership with explore Gwinnett, Gwinnett County yes so at the infinite energy center uh, there has been a massive expansion um, in regards to parking uh, and then there's a there's another uh, $210 million of uh, expansion that will happen. Uh, so right now, today, you'll see the two new parking decks uh, that I think in total is almost 3,200 new parking spots. Uh, in six weeks, uh, that will break ground on the, the 14-story Weston Hotel, uh, which is uh, a partnership between Concord Development and Explore Gwinnett and the Convention Center. Uh, and you'll see a dramatic expansion of the actual convention center after, over the next 24 months, doubling the size of the square footage of the convention space, uh, redoing, modernizing the entire uh, Gwinnett Convention Center, adding, I think, about 1,200 to 1,500 uh, new seats to the arena. What I haven't mentioned is the Revel project, which is the more commercial side of the development. So... Uh, in a nutshell, North American Properties, uh, which is based in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, after uh, working with them for three – well, let me back up. Three years ago, through a very competitive bid process, uh, some of the greatest developers in Metro Atlanta and Georgia uh, put in uh, a proposal, and it was narrowed down to North American Properties. North American Properties uh, informed uh, Gwinnett County uh, officially a week ago that they were not able to financially move forward with the project. They're going into a different direction. They have had, a, uh, it appears to me, to be a very large reorg. Uh, many of the people that we've worked with over the last three years aren't there anymore. Uh, and people that are there are in uh, different positions. Different positions. They seem to be part-time. I'm just, uh, but I, you know, their leadership is in Cincinnati and uh, they've just communicated. They And they've also announced publicly uh, that there's a $2 billion project in Dunwoody called High Street that they were involved with that they pulled out of that project as well. Uh, 
Uh, so d- depending on the newspaper or the <laughs> news organization you listen to, you see a lot of different stories. Uh, the Business Chronicle story was definitely, I would argue, and I, I have argued with them, that it wasn't accurate and didn't paint the real picture. And a lot of other agencies and organizations have painted the real picture, which is North America went through a rechange. What's interesting is the seven uh, finalists from three years ago, um, all six of the other finalists have already approached uh, Explore Gwinnett and said, we would like to pick up where North American has stopped. Terrific. The thousands, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of square feet of letters of intent for, for both office and real estate, uh, they're all calling Explore Gwinnett saying, how can we move forward with the project? Um, and also um, about a half a dozen out-of-state developers have said, we'd love to get involved. So we're gonna, what I, what I suspect will happen, um, and this has not been outlined, there's no dates, this is just Nick's spe- speculation is, in the next three to four months, uh, a RF request for information, request for proposal will go out and it'll be a very short timeline of receiving and making a decision on who the new development partner will be. I do think there will be some side off developments that these are, uh, for-profit companies that want to be there, uh, that we're, we're just itching to break ground. Some of these things might move forward even quicker uh, with some side-off developers, but for the massive development which will take place in the parking lot of the Infinite Energy Center, there's a lot of kind of out parcels that may happen, but that'll be chosen, I would say, in the next four to five months. Well, that's fantastic. It kind of clears up the air a little bit on that because there was a lot of miscommunication, a lot of disinformation out there mm-hmm. that really, I think, needed to be aired out. Um, just remember that one of our, one of the things we've been doing the longest and doing the best is paradigm security is construction security. So just keep that in mind when, you know, if anybody's out there and you can help us, uh, get an introduction or something. You know, it's interesting, Rick, when I think construction, I think safety and security and I think a paradigm. Well, that's a good, good, good response. I love (laughs) that. I'll ask you back later. Uh, you'll come back again. Well, listen, I want to tell you, I appreciate it very much, the opportunity to have you come on and talk about the Gwinnett Chamber. I love it. I've been a member for many, many years. Uh, it is a, I tell people it works if you work it. And I appreciate that comment. That That is, uh, Jim Moran, former uh, chamber president, said that. Uh, Dr. Dan Coffin, former chamber president, said that. And Nick Messino says it, too. Uh, if, if you got to be present to, for it to work. you got to work. Yeah. And, I appreciate it again. Uh, just a quick uh, hello and uh, to our sponsor, Sotheby's Garage. Want to just uh, make sure I get a cue in here for him. It, uh, some of their services include air conditioning systems, brakes, alternators, engines, and alignments. Excellent company. Uh, they are located at 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville, Georgia, 678-825-2127. They are awesome. So, again, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then, of course, click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 1130, and we'll talk with business leaders about their businesses, related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Nick Messino, uh, President and CEO of the Gwinnett Chamber, and for our producer, Mike. And again, I am Rick Strawn. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. <laughs>